Big stories, big laughs. It's what we do here. This is the Clarksville Rundown. My name is Ryan Pluckelman, the editor-in-chief of ClarksvilleNow.com. Chris Smith. Hey, Ryan. How are you? Good. When, when did this transition into big laughs? I just added that. You just added well, that. Well, because you kind of get that. If we just say big stories, do. and then people are going to be like, eh, I don't want to. Yeah. I can just there's go no way you stories. and I can talk about the week's news without, you know, devolving into some sort of ridiculous story. So, exactly. Yeah, so and I think that's out. what makes the rundown work. It makes it special. Right. If we were just boring reading stories and I go, well, that stinks or, well, that's great. It'd be <laughs> right. five minutes long. And why would you spend any time listening exactly. to this thing? Exactly. Um, subscribe to the Clarksville rundown. It's that's available. Right. You can subscribe. Yeah. You. you just so click you, a button. Can you do that pretty much on any plot podcast platform? Cause Absolutely. I'm kind of new to the podcast thing. Really? Yeah. I, I only recently have found a podcast that I really like and I listen to it like on my way to and from work all day long. You work at radio stations. You're supposed to say well, that you listen to the, one of our stations to and from work. Well, of course. But when you're out doing other things, let's <laughs> no, say when, when, when you're things. when you're vacuuming, let's say when you're cleaning the house, yeah, you want to listen to a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So you just basically this is available on all platforms. Right. right. So wherever you're listening to this darn thing now, mm-hmm. you just click subscribe and then it automatically shows up every time we drop a new episode. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's technology. The wonders of modern technology. Exactly. Exactly. Not surprising a guy who uses a typewriter has no idea how any of this stuff works. Hey. So I love I love my manual typewriter. You get the clickety clackety sounds. <laughs> I can't blame you. But yeah, subscribe on your favorite podcast app to the Clarksville Rundown so you don't miss a single episode and a single big story or a big laugh, which I've added uh, mm-hmm. this week. But these right here are the biggest stories from ClarksvilleNow.com for this week. Yeah. So uh, who would you say is Clarksville's largest, we'll say largest employer? Oh, well, I think, well, it's Fort Campbell doesn't well, count as Clarksville. Right. Oh, it does count as an employer. Okay. Uh, and then CMCSS would be? That's right. Because they employ, I think the last I saw was like, 3,900 or is it more than that? It's a lot. It's a, yeah. We figured they got about 30,000 students. Yeah. So you figure you got to have 40. teachers and administrators and all that stuff. Yeah. So that makes I, sense. Actually, I think it may be much higher, maybe like closer to 5,000. I'm trying to remember what the figure was, but it's, de- they're definitely the largest employer in, uh, in Montgomery County. Yeah. Yeah. Now, once you get past the, um, you know, Fort Campbell and, you know, the government, mm-hmm. uh, the largest private employer, who would you say that would be? American Standard American or Standard? Train? Oh, train. Because they're both. Yeah. They, they, mm-hmm. they, they kind of look together. I don't know if they're owned by the same. Yeah, I think everybody knows it as train. Okay. But, um, but yeah. yeah. So, yeah, train is the largest employer in Montgomery County mm-hmm. for now. Okay. Um, went to a meeting yesterday where uh, Hancock uh, rolled out their plans. They are basically doing a major expansion. Um, it gets a little bit in the weeds. Phase two and phase three. Right. And all at once. Basically, they're adding um, you know new new production lines. And when it's all said and done, at about the end of 2025, they are going to have doubled their number of employees at Hancock. Wow. Going from 1,100 to 2,200 employees. Wow. Which will make them the largest private employer in Montgomery County. So how do they justify this? Like what, what's going on where they're like, hey, listen. They're just shell, selling a boatload of tires. That's is what, what it doing. is. They're selling a boatload of Hankook tires are becoming bigger and bigger, and they're making more and more. They, um, this will make Hankook the, uh, the largest um, production facility for tires in North America. Really? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've noticed one thing about, you know, people worry about manufacturing and the tires. Wait, wait, I have to correct myself. Oh, not the largest, the fastest growing tire company 
uh, in North America. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Gotcha. Yeah, I started, I, yeah, I, I remember, wait a minute, that's not what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the correction on yeah, that. I corrected myself very quickly. What I what I like about Hankook is mm-hmm. that they don't, like you'd expect a tire manufacturer to produce massive amounts of pollution and kind of, you know, mm-hmm. What's yeah. the right word I'm looking for? It's uh, not going to offend anybody. Toxic, uh, yeah, toxic yeah, up the community. Yeah. I haven't noticed that at all. Not that I'm going and taking readings. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. my little tester kit. Right, right. And actually, there's a cool thing that they're um, getting ready to do. They talked about this a little bit. Um, not they're not going to have a production line on this probably anytime soon. But they talked about some of the um, innovative technologies that they've been working on, and one mm-hmm. of them is the uh, airless tire. Um, have you seen these? I have seen the airless tire. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is got it, it looks very strange when you take the sidewall off. Mm-hmm. It's basically little slats of rubber mm-hmm. that kind of hold up where the air would yeah, be. Yeah, and they're designed in such a way. I mean, imagine like a spoked wheel. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, hold the center where it is and twist the entire wheel yeah. and add like, you know, 50 or 80 spokes. And so they're all rubber, um, you know, little slit, slits or slits in the rubber. And it um it holds up apparently. Um, I I talked to uh, Rob Williams, who's the North American COO, um, after the meeting, and we were talking about a bunch of different things after I got the basic information, and and we were talking about airless tires, and I asked him, is it is the technology there yet? And yeah. he's like, oh yeah, the technology's there. We've got the tires. Um, he said it's the um consumer. Um, com- comfort level with having an airless tire. I'm all for it. Yeah. Here's why I, I want I an airless tire. Try it out. I, mean, I hope that the big wigs at Hankook are listening right now because mm-hmm. I'm going to speak for everybody. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you got into your car and your little tire pressure light goes on mm-hmm. and you drive around for hours trying to find an air pump at a gas station mm-hmm. that does not require you to have $2 worth of quarters in your car. <laughs> and then when you find one that takes a credit card, it doesn't work. Yeah, And so yeah. you're kind of like, well, I don't know. I guess I got to run on low air until I can get home and maybe pump it up at home mm-hmm. with your bike pump. Exactly. And that right, right out there for three hours. <laughs> 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 you know, that's a great workout. I'll tell you what, if you want to get real muscular, mm-hmm. you need to pump up that's your, your secret. Yeah. You pump up yeah. your car tires with a bicycle pump. Yeah. That'll yeah. do it. But how many times does that happen? Or, you know, you hit something and you blow it out and all of a yeah, sudden but you, tire blowouts, that's an incredibly dangerous thing to happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm running over a nail. Mm-hmm. You know, you run over a nail on an airless tire, so you get a little clickety clack on oh, your, your drive. <laughs> when did this start happening? Yeah. There was a time when you ran over a nail, and uh-huh. you take your 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 car with the nail tire yeah. to a tire shop, and you'd say, "Hey, can you put a plug in that?" Yeah. I don't know what's happened, but they can't plug anything anymore. Like that's too close to the sidewall. It's in the middle of the tire. Yeah, yeah. And something weird happened. I guess was it during COVID or something. I don't know what happened. Maybe the street department stopped cleaning up nails on the streets. Our family, between all of us who, you know, me and the kids are all now driving, we went through like three flat tires (laughs) in six months. And it was like, why is everybody suddenly throwing nails everywhere? I mean, it was it was crazy. All kinds of debris was getting caught in our tires. Somebody was mad about a story you put on ClarksonNow.com. So. Like, I'll down, get them. Throwing down some caltrops <laughs> or something like that. This is fantastic, though. Now, I was talking to someone at Hankook uh, a while ago, and they mm-hmm. were telling me that 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 facility there right uh-huh. now has the ability to pump out 15,000 tires a day. Mm, yeah. Well, that's some math. I, I, I'm not going to help you on the math. 
But uh, right now they're doing five million tires a year. Oh, okay. Hang on. And um, I think that's right. Uh, hold on. Uh, hold on. Right. I'll get the Everybody calculator. Keep keep talking. I'll get the calculator. How many say three five million? Yeah. Okay. So they're currently doing five million units a year. Mm-hmm. Units being tires. Yeah. Uh, phase two will add another five million consumer tires. Thirteen. So they're at thirteen thousand. Thirteen thousand a day. A day. A day. That's a lot of tires. Thirteen thousand a day. Um. So with phase two is going to be another five million consumer tires, and then phase three, which they've just announced this week, mm-hmm. is going to add a production line for medium commercial truck tires. Okay. And when it's all over, the plant will produce eleven million tires per year. Okay. I'm going to do the math on that right, one. Here we go. Here's okay. some math. It's here coming. We go. What does that equal to to tires per day? Tires per day? 30,000 tires a day. 30,000 tires a day coming out of Clarksville, <laughs> out of our inc- backyard. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I'd like to see. Hmm. I'd like to see the Clarksville discount. You know, we've <laughs> yeah. welcomed you into the community, yeah. Hancock. We're happy you're here. We named a road after you. Mm-hmm. But now I want a coupon. I want yeah. some sort of... A Clarksville coupon. Exactly. Where You know how some places will have... Like a place, you can, like a like a the the discount shop. You mm-hmm. can go in and buy some stuff. Yeah. Page and Tuttle, when they were down there by uh, by Beach Haven, you uh-huh. could go there and you could get you know shirts pretty pretty cheap. Oh yeah, like a warehouse type. Yes, thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want there to be a tire warehouse mm-hmm. where you know we get a good deal. No one else can get these deals. Mm-hmm. You got to be a Clarksville resident. You got to show your license and be like, boom, here I am. Yeah, I'm a Clarksville resident. And then you get a good deal on those tires, like cheaper yeah. than anyone else can buy them. That'd be nice. I'd love it too. Yeah. Make that happen. So yeah, so Hancock are going to be up to two thousand two hundred employees, and um, they said that uh, basically this will definitely make them the largest in um, tire producer in uh, Tennessee um, by far. Um, but yeah, more than doubling the work. That's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah. So, um, all right. Uh, another story that happened this uh, over Thanksgiving actually it happened um, back in November fourteen. There was a fire in an HVAC unit at the Regal Cinema, which yeah. is the one up there in your exit one. Remember what it was called originally? Uh, Great Escape. That's right. Yep. See, I still call it the Great Escape. Do Nobody you? knows what the heck I'm talking about because <laughs> it was Great Escape when it opened in what, like 2000? Something like that. And it was called the Great Escape. So no, now everyone looks at Chris and they're like, what do you want to escape from? Are you planning <laughs> going to, the, right, going going to the great County escape, <laughs> going to my eternal reward, the great escape. You can drive up the interstate to your great escape. Yes, you can. Yeah. It's called the Regal now. Yeah, it's called Regal. Um, so uh, basically they had a fire in the HVAC unit mm-hmm. and they had to close down. We figured they only be shut down for a couple of days. Yeah. And um, no, they were shut down until this week. Um, they've been closed. So, I just imagine, you know, a lot of people, what do they do on Thanksgiving? And yeah. what's the movie schedule? Big releases on Thanksgiving right. weekend. Right. And they were closed from, I think it was November 14 until just now. So they lost all the Thanksgiving uh, movie stuff. And that's probably why the Marvels bombed. Because the they Marvels? were like, listen, yeah. you Disney's looking at the numbers going, man, we were counting on Clarksville for the yeah. bulk of our revenue. To bring us home, yeah. <laughs> and for whatever reason, Clarksville didn't come through. Well, we couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Regal was closed. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they lost out on, uh, so it was, the other movies were Wish uh, came out over Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That bombed as well. Yeah, that bombed. Yeah. Marvel's bombed. Yeah. Um, apparently a Hunger Games movie came out over Thanksgiving. Bombed. I had no idea that was even mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. So it bombed as well? Bombed as well. Wow. Yeah. So Regal shutting down had real domino effect. And the other one was, um, the other big one was Napoleon. That no. bombed as well. Did, did Napoleon, Napoleon bomb? Oh, yeah. But it looks so good. Lost a lot of money. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, huh. people didn't watch that. And I had no idea until you just brought this up that 
really the movie studios rely on Clarksville for the bulk yeah, of their revenue. They did. <laughs> and us being down to one theater meant, boys, we ain't making money on this movie. Yeah. That's <laughs> Co- right. <laughs> Folks in Hollywood are like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> what happened to our sales? <laughs> well, Clarksville had a fire. Oh, no. <laughs> so, I do remember when The Great Escape became the Regal. Mm-hmm. And they did this big renovation project. Mm-hmm. And that was my first experience with reclining seats at a theater, mm-hmm. which I'd never experienced before. Yeah. Well, see, what, I'll take you one back. When Great Escape first opened, mm-hmm. the big innovation was they had stadium seating. Ooh. Now, at the time, the only theater in town was the Governor's Square Mall. Yeah. I think the one um, on Madison Street had closed by that point. It was point. a dollar theater yeah. where you go see old movies. So can you imagine how bad the seats were at Governor's Square that they had to upgrade because Great Escape came in to stadium seating? So then suddenly the car mic uh, was like, hey, we have stadium seating now too. We got to do that. Yeah. And so um, so they, they had a major improvement after Great Escape. And then mm-hmm. Great Escape a few years later did this. Okay, we're going to put your grandpa's recliner in here and you can do push button, you know, and have the seat. I frankly don't like those. If I'm going to a movie, I want to sit in regular stadium seats. I don't want to sit in a, some weird leather recliner with all these controls and gizmos. That is the most old man thing you've it, said. Maybe it is, but it's also like reserved seating. I want reserved seating. I know where I no, want to sit. Nice. I'm gonna go, no, it's nice. Because how not. many times have you walked into a theater with multiple people and you're mm-hmm. seeing a movie everyone else wants to see yeah. and you're desperately trying to f- find a spot to go part of, sit? Part of the excitement of moving them. Yeah, and then you're over here and your wife is over there and your kids are over and there and you're trying to. need to leave the house earlier. <laughs> get in the car. Kids, we're leaving right now. I don't care. Now, get in the car. <laughs> Yeah. So you don't like the seats? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't care for that. I don't care for the seats. I don't care for the concept of having to reserve a seat for a movie. I Do you let them know that when you go there? Oh, Are you no. like, I don't I'm care not, for this. I'm not one of those. <laughs> but you're going to get there. I'll complain about them behind their backs on the radio. You are five <laughs> years away from letting them know. But I will not uh, embarrass my family or the uh, people there by saying, you know, I don't like this shit up. Back my- in my day. <laughs> We'd sit on stumps right around the fire. Before stadium seating, you didn't want to sit in the back because you couldn't see over anybody. Yeah. You're just like, what? I can't yeah. see. Yeah. My wife so. is a theater snob. Like, mm-hmm. she loves the recliner. Unlike you, it's the opposite. she, she really loves the recliner. Huh. Yeah. And so if we go to another theater and they don't have recliners, she almost feels like this is a horrible affront yeah, to her. she's slumming. Exactly. She's like, well, I won't even watch it now. And mm-hmm. she'll she'll leave and... Yeah. And go somewhere else. The only reason she does, she'll, she won't do that at the IMAX theater in Nashville. Mm-hmm. That's the only non-recliner theater that she won't be like, oh, you didn't tell me these, these weren't recliners. <laughs> <laughs> like, like now, now that's all she'll do when, when she watches a movie is use a recliner. Mm. Yeah. Well, good yeah. news. We're, we're glad you're back. Yeah. Hollywood's glad you're back. Now they can start making uh, money know, again. I know who's not glad they're back is Carmike at <laughs> Governor Square. They're not called the I'm Carmike sure. anymore, Grandpa. They're, they're called the AMC. Are you serious? Yes. That's like oh. five years old. That's, I got in my head. <laughs> okay, the AMC at a Governor's Square Mall is probably not happy uh, with this because they, you know, everybody was going to the AMC, you know, rediscovering stadium, the glory of stadium seats. Hey, Don Trotter's no longer the mayor of Clarksville either, if you want to oh. get advanced there. <laughs> and I've got to update all my stuff. Update my contacts and my phone. Your Rolodex. Yeah, my Rolodex. <laughs> Which Chris does have a Rolodex, by the way. I actually do yeah. not have a Rolodex. <laughs> that was a lie. That was a flat-out lie. 
<laughs> I left my Rolodex at the newspaper when I came over here. I Means it's probably still sitting in that building right now. It probably is. Yeah. Yeah. Good numbers in that Rolodex. Yeah. Well, I, I wrote them all down. I put them in my phone before I left. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. All right. Uh, next story: Clarksville Gas and Water, a one million dollar deficit last year. That's not good. That's not good. So um, they had this huge deficit, and it was basically caused by volatile gas prices, inflation, and system maintenance. Um, hit mainly the natural gas division of the um, Clarksville Gas and Water. Well, here's what I want to know. Mm. Volatile gas prices. Mm. Don't you charge more if it costs you more? Like when you go to the gas pump, you know, the BP doesn't say like, hey, we're sticking mm. to $3 a gallon come hell or high water. And then they, you know, when it goes higher than that, they're like, well, we don't know what we're going to do. So wouldn't see Clarksville Gas and Water work the same way where it's like, hey, we're buying gas for X amount of dollars per whatever they use to measure that thing. Well, now we're buying it for this. We've got to raise the price. I think they try to smooth it out for the consumer because they in the coverage and at the city council meeting, they talked about how when prices go up. They kind of, you know, eat that cost and prices go down, then they, you know, can absorb that additional revenue. But it's it's gotten so volatile and gone up so much yeah. that like now they're like, yeah, yeah, it didn't bounce back the way we expected. So now they've got to, you know, in- increase a bunch of charges. Yeah. So it's not the it's there's various uh, fees mainly that they're chart that they're increasing. A lot of them are doubling. So like, you know, basically your hookups, your um, service fees uh, during business hours are going from $50 to $100 okay. for a service fee. And then after hours from $100 to $200 Oof, if yeah. you do after hours. Okay. And um, they had a consultant come in and say, hey, listen, you guys are not breaking even on your fees. Yeah. You know, you're paying more for people to go out and service a house than you're actually recouping. Because it costs so much right. to send somebody out to a, to a house to, to well, do certain things. And didn't we talk not too long ago about the fact that they were having issues because with credit card payments? Like, oh, yeah. man, now we lost all this money because we're not charging people a credit card fee. Mm-hmm. Who's running Clarksville <laughs> Gas and Water? Well, Why are you afraid? I can tell you what's happening is they've got a new general manager who's just been there for like less than two or three years, uh, Mark Riggins. And he's probably stepping into the situation saying, eh, yeah, we're we're losing money left and right. We need to fix it this way and this way and this way. So he's cleaning up, you know, probably what was a problem when he walked in. He's got three years. How long does it take you to clean up a problem, Riggins? That's what <laughs> well, I want to know. I, I don't know how long exactly he's been there. I, have to, I, have, I would need to research this. I don't Go look re- at your Rolodex and see if you <sighs> haven't written down a card. I'm doing and you uh, no, sort okay. of BS for a while yeah. while I look up his uh, tenure, find his LinkedIn. I'm going to solve this problem for you, Riggins. <laughs> okay. This is free advice. This ain't going to cost you anything. This is not going to put Clarksville Gas and Water in any more debt. Here's what you do. You do real pricing of gas. Mm. You you pass along put whatever your fee is on top of that, and you pass that across. Thousands of Clarksville residents are going to be furious of that. that it's, it's, it's the reality. It's the yeah. reality of what gas costs. Okay, you got to do that. And if people want to pay by credit card, like everybody else, you got to put a credit card fee in it. They don't yeah. like it. What are they going to do? Go somewhere else? No, you're the only yeah. gas place in town. Yeah. So that's how you balance your budget. And here is the brilliant idea. Yeah. While you're are you are you looking it up there? Wait, how long Riggins has yeah, been there? You look at, okay, okay I, you told me to stall. Well, okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Here's my here's my idea of how you cover the million dollars for this time around, because not only does Clarksville Gas and Water cover the city of Clarksville, there's a lot of county residents as well. So this is my idea. What you're going to do is you're going to sell a special gas lottery ticket. 
Everybody <laughs> can buy one for ten dollars. And you buy, we'll have it, we'll we'll do it live on the rundown where we'll pick the number, we'll pick the winner. Everybody buys in ten dollars for the gas lottery. And if you win, you never have to pay your gas bill again. But enough people will get into that that I think they'll be able to make a million dollars just on that. Are you like the gas lottery? Are you like the kind of guy who would set up monopoly rules where all the, all the money that's supposed to go to the bank goes to free parking, and if you land on free parking, it's lottery wins? Is that not what you're supposed to, yeah, supposed to play? It's not official rules at all. <laughs> okay, well, that's completely made up, but a lot of people do it. Yeah, I've added that rule. But no, I think that you do the gas lottery, you cover that shortage, and just one person yeah. doesn't have to pay their gas bill ever again. Yeah, I'm... I'm Free gas for life. (laughs) (laughs) So so to answer your question, uh, Riggins has been there since 2019 as the acting general manager. And sometime about a year later, uh, probably he was made the actual director. So yeah, Yeah. I was about right. Three years. Okay, yeah. Okay. Good job. Good job. Yeah, you got got to get to work on this stuff. (laughs) But... um, But yeah, but now the other thing too is that he pointed out was, listen, you know, the tennis was the... uh, Tennessee Board of Utilities and Regulations. That sounds like a fun uh, board. Basically requires that these municipal gas operations be self-supportive, mm-hmm. which means the city can't be going in, you know, right. uh, paying their debts. Right. It's supposed to. Yeah. So if one of the council members, uh, Brian Zacharias, asked Riggins, hey, if we don't do this, is the state going to force us to do it? And right. Riggins said, yeah, probably so. So if we didn't make this increase, you know, the state would probably come in and say, hey, guess what? You guys got to raise your rates or something to force people to pay more money. Okay. Um, if you do listen to the Dave Ramsey show, mm-hmm. you may hear Riggins call into Dave Ramsey and see what kind of ideas Ramsey has for this. A <laughs> million dollars in debt? Yeah, no more credit. Every, every, every gas and water transaction has to be handled with cash. Envelopes of Actual cash. Ca- envelopes of cash. And everybody in the city of Clarksville is going on beans and rice, rice and beans, until we get this million That's dollar right. debt covered. Yeah. <laughs> love dave ramsey but i don't know about no, that that's gonna work full of cash um but no this seriously and i was looking at you know the, the comments on clarksvillenow.com and and i i one of my favorite commenters and this is not me being facetious this is the god honest truth i love bill summers mm-hmm. and i love reading I, I, yeah you know i know when bill's yeah, commenting some cold water on your ridiculous argument yes. with some actual facts He's that's good. what i love yeah, about yeah. bill summers most of the comments people don't even know what they're talking about right Bill Summers comes in and says, this is how things work, yada, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah, he was a city councilman for, what, three terms of city council? Yeah, yeah, and he ran for mayor a couple of times. I like Bill Summers, and I love every time he comments because I know I'm going to get some reality and not, you know, baseless Jack John. Yeah, yeah, you know? like what we do. Um, exactly. <laughs> I, get enough, <laughs> I get enough baseless Jack John on my own. I don't need to, to read it all the time. But talking about just what this means if... What they have planned goes into place, what this means for gas bills, gas and water bills moving forward. And it's looking like it's a, it's a, it's a real possibility that, you're, that your gas and water bill could be double what it is in a couple of years. Yeah. Double. Yeah. I understand, uh, uh, you know, everyone's got to, you know, things, things go up, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're, when you're doubling someone's bill, that shows me that perhaps uh, the situation wasn't correct to begin with. Yeah. A yeah. double means... We really screwed up and we got to make sure this works. Yeah. So if yeah. that's reality, there's going to be a whole lot of people really upset when those bills go yeah. up. You think you're getting phone calls now? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that's one of the pro- things with Clark. So a lot of people move here because it's so inexpensive. Well, in a lot of cases, it's inexpensive because we're not paying what we ought to be paying and prices go up. Right. Know? Right. And maybe prices should have gone up more incrementally yeah. over the last couple of years. So we're that, not looking at the possibility of doubling. 
Do you mean fiscal conservatism? I do. Yes. <laughs> fiscal conservatism quite often means raising taxes and fees. It happens every once in a while. Because that is the fiscally responsible conservative way to handle it. Instead of just putting it off and kicking the can down the road for the next generation to pay for it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. When you increase spending, you've got to increase revenue as well to match that. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I, I didn't know that the city can't come in and rescue them. Be like, hey, we got a mill line around. We'll go mm-hmm. ahead and, and, and get this covered for you. So, well, I think they can, but they're not supposed to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, when I saw this story, the first thing I hopped to is I'm incredibly cheap. Mm-hmm. I love, I feel like I'm, I'm beating the man mm-hmm. when I get my utility bills and they're really inexpensive. Uh-huh. Like I'm sticking it to the man. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I love nothing more than opening that envelope from Clarksville Gas and Water and seeing a very low number. And I always keep oh. score. Like, how low Is can I get this? that why you never flush the toilet? Never. Never. Yeah. And I, and I keep my house pretty darn cold. And I think yeah. the lowest I've been able to get my bill mm-hmm. from Clarksville Gas and Water is around $44. That's my, that's my, wow. that's my high score. And yeah. it's sad now knowing that I'll never be able to beat my personal best yeah. low Clarksville gas and water bill. Well, you know, just hang on to that bill and you can frame it, <laughs> put it on the wall. And then every time somebody visits you, hey, come check this out. This is my all-time record. I'm what you call a cheapskate. Yeah. They got $45 out of me one month and that's it. Yeah. And you flushed a little once that whole once time? twice. Oh, twice. What that's do they good. say when it's yellow? Let it mellow. When it's brown, <laughs> flush it on down. I actually heard that somewhere. That is familiar. Yeah. All right, uh, so holiday. This is the season for uh, for this uh, phrase, Holiday Inn. Um, holiday Inn wasn't that a great Christmas movie? What are, are you the, talking great, about? I'm talking about the Holiday Inn. It's a hotel. It's not a movie, right? But it wasn't there the Christmas movie, Holiday the Holiday Inn. I did not oh, see God. that one. Is okay, that is that, that on? I have to look that up. Is that on like the Hallmark Channel? I don't know. I thought it was a Bing Crosby thing. And I, uh, there's a million readers out there who are saying. Yes, yes, Chris is right. Ryan, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, Holiday Inn with Bing Crosby, 1942 American musical film. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's with so popular. With Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire and oh, Marjorie man. Reynolds. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's played all the time. Yeah. So many great holiday memories sitting around the Christmas tree watching the oh, Holiday Ryan. Inn with Bing Crosby Ryan, from the 1940s. The, the, there were 12 songs that came out of this movie, mm-hmm. the best one known one being White Christmas. Right. Now, the song has... Far yeah. eclipsed the movie it was in. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Do you seriously watch that movie all the time? Uh, I have watched it uh, once, you know. <laughs> and it was good. It was, you know, it was a typical plot. You yeah. know, it could be a Hallmark movie. Easily. Right. You know, typical plot. You know, these uh, Hollywood stars, you know, end up getting trapped in some Vermont yeah. um, chateau. And so they have to stay there. And they make money by putting on a big Christmas. Oh, they uh, sing pack. and dance their way. They sing and dance their way out of the problem. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, talking about the story. <laughs> Holiday Inn Express. Yes. So there's a Holiday Inn already out up at uh, Cracker Barrel Road. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a big announcement this week that um, there's going to be a new Holiday Inn built right next to the existing wait, Holiday Inn. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I know. I'm still confused about this. Wait. So Holiday Inn uh-huh. currently yeah. has a Holiday Inn right. on Cracker Barrel Road. Yes. But very shortly, uh-huh. they're going to be able to say, oh, not only do we have one Holiday Inn on Cracker Barrel Road, we have two yeah. Holiday Inns mm-hmm. right next to each other. I think it's um, Holidays Inn. Hol- the, the Holidays Inn. Is right. Holidays Inn. <laughs> holidays Inn. <laughs> we have two Holidays Inn. That's going to be so confusing for people that are staying at the Holiday Inn. They're going to pull up and see two of them and go, 
Am I hallucinating? Has my yeah. vision gone? Which one do I check in at? Yeah. Well, one of them will be a Holiday Inn, and the other one will be a Holiday Inn Express. Oh, well, that makes it much easier. That little <laughs> yeah. express on the sign, yeah. that will alleviate all mm. confusion. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Apparently, this is the way their business model operates. I don't. It threw me off. I've too. never seen two holiday inns next to each yeah. other. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It, apparently, it's a thing. Can you imagine that 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 meeting? Like, listen, Clarksville's booming. Mm-hmm. There's a potential there for the Holiday Inn to serve even more people mm-hmm. that are traveling in that area with even more Holiday with Inns. With even more Holiday Inns, where do you think we should build it? Well, I don't know. Maybe off of Exit Eight would be a great place to build a Holiday Inn. I don't know. I got it. We'll build a Holiday Inn. Next to the one we already have. <laughs> Genius. Well, it, it expands their operation. If, if one runs out of room, you know, they can say, hey, we got another Holiday Inn right next door. Why wouldn't you just add on to the one you already have? That's what I don't understand. And, you know, Is there going to be a tunnel between the two? <laughs> well, you know, I think in a lot of cases that becomes prohibitively expensive. Expansion can be really expensive to add on to an existing building. If you've building another building is oftentimes less, but that's why you see like, you know, the IHOP on Madison street. Yeah. They didn't just go in and gut the building. They bulldozed it and built a whole new building. Yeah. You know, it, it's, yeah. I don't know why this happens, but it's, it's really weird to repurpose existing buildings these days. So you're telling me that building, them. that building a hallway and then building another mm. big chunk of hotel rooms mm-hmm. is more expensive than just building a big chunk you know, of hotel rooms. It may be that this hasn't occurred to them, right? <laughs> and, and these people who are investing millions of dollars in facilities all across North America, that this idea is somehow alien to them. You should give them a call, I'm gonna call and them. explain to them a better business model. Hi, is this Mr. Holiday Inn? <laughs> Got a real great idea for you. Why don't you build hotels on different pieces of property on different parts of town? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, but apparently this is part of the contract. Okay. All right. There was a, when they built the Holiday Inn, there was a contract that they were supposed to build a second one right next to it. Okay. Once they reached a certain level yeah. of like occupancy and, and, um, and revenue. I can't wait till five years from now when Chris and I are doing the rundown mm-hmm. and we're going, Hey, there's another Holiday Inn coming to Clarksville right next to the other two. That's <laughs> how we'll know. Like when Chris and I retire from this thing, the last story will be, and finally, the fifth <laughs> Holiday Inn on Cracker Barrel Drive is at, open for business. At the Holidays Inn. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, so it's open. But, you know, it's interesting because the, uh, in, the, in the Facebook comments on this, some people who, like, have worked there were yeah. saying, oh, thank God. Because they're, they're so busy yeah. that they can't, you know, keep up with right. all the customers they're getting. So they really do need more, you know, hotel rooms yeah. um, at, out, out at Exit 4. But get ready. If you work at the Holiday Inn now, just mm-hmm. get ready because you are going to have to say this phrase over and over and mm-hmm. over again. No, you're at the other one. Yeah. <laughs> because you're gonna, yeah. There's going to be a whole lot of confusion. What I noticed in the comments as well, and these are my favorite comments, we don't need another Holiday Inn. We need sidewalks. <laughs> the Holiday Inn company has nothing to do with sidewalks. This is a private company mm-hmm. building a private building for a private business. It has nothing to land. Right. They did not call mayor Joe Pitts and say, listen, Joe, we want to build another holiday. And he's like, I think it's a great idea. The city sanctioned it. No, no, this Mm -hmm. city has nothing to do with this. Yeah. Don't call mayor Pitts and be like, why are you letting them build another holiday in next to holiday? You know what kind of legal trouble the city would be in if they told holiday and no. Yeah. You can't build on your land. Right. Exactly. Okay. Nothing to do with it. You can talk to my attorney. Right. 
The city, <laughs> the not, city does not have the legal authority to tell businesses what to do with their land if they don't have a good legal reason to, exactly. to tell them. Exactly. Yeah, right. it worked that way. The city, so the city had no decision-making powers mm-hmm. in where the Holiday Inn was going to build their Holiday Inn. Right. And this is not how the world works where the city was saying, like, listen, could we rebuild infrastructure? Nah, let's build another Holiday Inn. That's not how, yeah. again, how it works. Holiday Inn is the one that's doing all yeah. of this. Now, it city. could work that way. Mm-hmm. If we wanted socialism, <laughs> if if you really want the mayor to be able to tell Holiday Inn what they can and can't do with their property, you're a socialist. <laughs> That's true. But I'm waiting for someone to call the mayor and be like, listen, how come we ain't get working on the infrastructure here? Well, if we would love to. But we decided to go with the Holiday Inn instead. <laughs> it was the choice was Holiday Inn infrastructure and sidewalks. We chose Holiday Inn. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. I think it's very. So hey, listen. Obviously, the Holiday Inn company, the Holiday Inn family, they've been around for a minute, a while. This isn't their first rodeo. Exactly. When Carl Holiday this isn't the Inn, first Holiday Inn, <laughs> right? Ever built. Exactly. They built a few. <laughs> when, when, when Carl Holiday Inn first created the first Holiday Inn back in the nineteen twenties. Yeah, huh. um, he, he had a business plan. They're obviously very successful. Mm-hmm. So it may seem funny to two idiots mm-hmm. that they're building holiday inns right next to each other, yeah. but obviously they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. So now you'll have two choices. Just remember, write down if you're staying at the Holiday Inn or the Holiday Inn Express. They need to rename the original Holiday Inn, maybe the, the Holiday OG Inn. They just call it the OG, the OG, the OG, and then call it the Express. So you've got the OG and the Express. Yeah, yeah. That way you'd know. There we go. Yeah. All right. We solved that problem for them. Done. That's actually a pretty good solution. I like. I don't like it as much as my uh, gas and water lottery idea. <laughs> I think that's probably the winner from this episode. Full of ideas. From I this know. Episode. That was free. Yeah. Riggins, you can even bring that up like it was your idea. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, see him bring it up at a city council meeting. <laughs> Brian Zacharias be like, I heard that on the rundown. Riggins, that is not your idea. <laughs> it's free. Take yeah. it and run with it. There you go. All right. So um, this is a neat story. Mm-hmm. We got a tip about a uh, female boxer um, in Clarksville. So I'll, I'll only back up from the boxing thing. She walks into a um a boxing studio, you know, weight loss, you know, these boxing gyms where you can go in and, you know, get in good shape by uh, boxing. Yeah. yeah. So she walked in. She was in really bad shape, worst shape she'd ever been in. This is back in October two years ago. Yeah. Um, she didn't even know if she almost like didn't do it. She almost backed out. Yeah. But she went ahead and stepped inside. Um, now here it is. Uh, was it two years later? And she is getting ready to compete in the Olympic trials How in women's boxing. Awesome is that? Isn't that cool? Her name is Casey Lauren Dial, mm-hmm. and what a what a what a what a moment of fate where mm-hmm. she's like sitting there going like, should I go into this boxing gym or not? Mm-hmm. Will I like it or not? I and just need to years, lose some weight. Right. I just need to get my you know get in shape, get healthy again. What an amazing story mm-hmm. about finding your tribe. Yeah, you know, and 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 going into this boxing gym, and not only just enjoying it, but loving it so much, and doing it so much that here she is. Two years ago, she's out of shape, mm-hmm. going to the trying to lose some weight. Now, she's she's going to go to the Olympic trials. She's mm-hmm. going to try to go to the Olympics. Yeah. Two years from out of shape to the Olympics. That's yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's really cool. And it just, to, that kind of determination, because you never know what, what you're going to end up 
falling in love with. Right. Um, just becoming a complete passion. Exactly. And, um, and she kind of found her passion this way. It's really neat. Yeah. And I was, I was reading the article, great article, Jordan, good mm-hmm. job, yeah. Jordan Renfro. And, and, uh, and, and our little, little Wesley, cause you want to put the video <laughs> okay. together. Wesley's not little. He's, he's quite great. tall. He's, but he's like, he's like 15. So the school bus drops <laughs> him off here. Years old. I always know like when he's coming to work cause the school bus stops right at five star and he gets <laughs> off the school bus true. for his lunch. All you Wesley fans out but no, there. It's a great, it's not he true. put together a really great video. Wesley is incredible. He's, video. he's fantastic. Yeah. I love that kid. Yeah. I love that kid. Yeah. I would adopt that kid in a second. I don't think you can have him. His well, parents would object. I'm just that. saying, if so, you know, if, if, if they're if tired of the stuff, with them. <laughs> if it doesn't work out with your parents, Wesley, I'd adopt you in a second. But no, the, the video is fantastic. The article is fantastic. And what I loved about it is, you know, someone who who talks a lot and tends to be a little overdramatic. You know, you never I'm talking about myself. Oh, shocking, right? That's shocking. Sit down. <laughs> um, I, you know, you have to always have to wonder when someone's like, I'm going to the Olympics. If they're just you know talking out of their you know what or, or not. No, this woman, seriously, mm-hmm. like she's one of the best female boxers in her weight class in the country. Mm-hmm. She's won things yeah. like she's not the one who's just like, I'm going to the Olympics. She's got coaches and she's got, you know, uh, people that also go to the gym, people that know what they're talking about boxing and the record to prove it. Mm-hmm. That's just so cool. And it yeah. was so neat to read that story and just what an inspiring story. And to be honest, I don't really care much about the Olympics. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what I'll watch. I'll watch oh, the yeah. Olympics. If if Casey Dial gets into the Olympics mm-hmm. for boxing, I'm setting my alarm to it. Yeah. I would watch the heck out of the Olympics. And wouldn't it be cool if she ended up in the Olympics and meddled? Oh. When that we've already got we got Padhead Summit. We do. We've got Wilma Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Casey Dial, maybe but, next. We need to okay, here's the deal. I want to put the cart in front of the horse. So Casey, if you're not a person that no likes pressure. pressure, you can turn it <laughs> off now. But if she does get a gold medal, mm. we're, 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 rena- we're renaming a road after her. We will have yeah. Casey Dahl drive. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think that's only right. Mm-hmm. If you win an Olympic gold medal for your country, mm-hmm. I think it's only right that your hometown renames a street after you. Which one could we ch- I think one with a roundabout. You know, because you got boxing rounds. Ah, you know, yes. rounds of boxing. So maybe yes. get, get one of that has a roundabout on it. Um, I think Needmore is. That'd be Needmore, and I think yeah. the other one's a uh, Tyler Town in Oakland. Yeah, I I don't know much about the story behind the name Tyler Town, but it gets confusing with Tiny Town. I know, and actually, I've made that mistake a few times. Yes, you have. Yeah. Um, so my proposal, much like these are just great ideas mm-hmm. coming out of this. My God. Wow, just I, I can just see the ideas pouring out of your brain. They're visceral. I can. They're they're Fantastic. like cartoons. Yeah, there are all these light bulbs around like, your head. I don't know if the Tyler Town family was under what they did or whatever, mm. but my proposal is no pressure, Casey. Casey wins a gold medal. We rename Tyler Town Road to Casey Dial Drive. There we go. And yeah. she gets the roundabout. And you use the drive because the dial drive. Oh yeah, makes, makes makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Isn't Gary the guardrail off of Tylertown? Hmm. Now, now he's making looking. me look things anyway, up. But anyway, so that's up. that's fantastic. We are so proud of you. The whole city is behind you, and just know that we can't wait. And I'll I'll, I'll be so excited when Chris runs into my office and says, "She made it! She made it!" That'll be a great day. So. Uh, good luck, Casey. We're behind you 100%. The city of Clarksville is behind you 100%. We are and proud you know, of you. You know who else is behind her? Gary the Guardrail. Exactly. Gary's a big fan. Gary the Guardrail is on Tylertown Road at the corner of Trenton and Tylertown. Well, enjoy it now, Gary, because very soon you're going to be on Casey Dow Drive. That's right. And maybe then, if it's called Casey Dow Drive, that's when we'll know 
that Gary will be protected because it'll have a strong That's name. That's right. That's right. Strong the name. Yep. The backing of an Olympian. Exactly. You know, exactly. would be cool is if you could put, you know, a Casey Dial a bronze statue right there next to Gary. Right. To protect Gary? Yeah. Love yeah. it. Love it. Yeah. Let's start raising that money now. <laughs> All right. Final story. Um, this, I knew this was coming. I knew it was coming. Um, Lee Ann Morgan is going to make a comedy concert in Clarksville. A comedy show. A comedy show. Yeah. She's the second comedy show in Clarksville behind Burt Kreischer. Yeah. Yeah. I love Liam. She's great. And here's the thing I love about her even more. Hmm. She's one of our own. She is. I have been, I have socialized with people who grew up with Liam. Um, we went to, uh, we went I have socialized, to, I have socialized with people, people I've had who dr- grew up with. I have gotten drunk with people who grew up with Leanne Morgan. <laughs> well, then There's you're basically family. It. Basically family. <laughs> Are you going to go um, backstage and go, Lori, it's so great to see you. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, and I saw her at, um, at a T-Pack. Yeah. Um, was it T-Pack? Yeah, it was T-Pack. Does it really matter? Well, I was thinking maybe it was Ryman, but no, it was either or. You yeah. saw her at T-Pack or the Ryman. Yeah, it was Continue. T-Pack. It was okay. T-Pack. Okay, good. Um, so, uh, but yeah, and um, and the, the, because she's local, mm-hmm. um, her family, which is all from uh, Robertson County and Montgomery County area, her family went up on stage with her. It was a sold out show. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was, and she is so friggin' hilarious. Look her up on YouTube if you have any doubts. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's she's naughty without being dirty. If that makes sense. Oh. So she does There's no profanity and there's nothing gross, but she does, you know, travel down some, down some, you know, some avenues. Yeah. And, and, but in a very funny, such a self-effacing, um, way, she's really funny making, you know, picking on herself and yeah. her husband. And, and it's, it's wonderful. I'm excited that after we're done recording this, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to my office. I'm going to go to YouTube. I'm going to mm-hmm. look up Lori Morgan. And I'm uh, gonna, Leanne. Leanne Morgan. I'm sorry. Yeah. Lori Morgan is a country and Western singer. Uh, <laughs> I won't be able to see anything there. Leanne Morgan. Uh-huh. I'm going to watch some videos while yeah. I'm pretending to work. And it's going to say yeah. it's, it's research. I, I will join you because, yeah, uh, cause, yeah it's, it's a lot of fun. That's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and we need to try to, we see if we can have her in here. She has great stories to tell. She has a top 10 special on Netflix. She does indeed. Which yeah. is, which is worth watching. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be what I watch tonight. Yeah, I watched it. I was laughing my head off the entire time. Very good. You think Christina would like it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we played it in front of my mother-in-law, and she was <laughs> laughing her head off, too. I mean, so it's it's one of those things where it's it's not so risque that yeah. you, you can't, you know, expose, you know, kids and grandparents can enjoy it, too. I made the mistake of trying to watch the Chris Rock recent special on Netflix with my wife, and she oh. was out after about 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. There's certain comedians. She does not just, like yeah. the racy comedy. Yeah. And bad words. She would love this. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Very cool. And when did tickets go on sale for that? Oh. You don't. I, I ask you this well, every time. Do you know how much content I deal with every day? Uh, tickets go on sale. Uh, they went on sale Friday. Okay. And when is the show? Uh, Saturday, April 20. Saturday, April 20. You'll be able to see Leanne Morgan, not to be confused with Lori Morgan, two different people. That's right. Leanne's funny. Lori's not. Um well, She's what not, if Lori listens to she's this? She's not funny. Lori's going to... She's not funny. Call you up tomorrow... And start telling me jokes? And say, hey, I am so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Leanne is very funny and from the area. And what an exciting uh, way to experience the FNM Bank Arena if you've not been there mm-hmm. to see one of our very own who's making it big 
two great stories on this one about about local folks yeah. doing fantastic things. Yeah, yeah, that's a win all the way around. Actual people are moving up. Man, we got we're going to have two holiday ends right next to each other. Yeah. An Olympic gold medalist and yeah. a great comedy show. And our movie theater's back open. I know. What more could you possibly want? <laughs> the Clarksville Rundown. Like we said earlier, if you're not subscribed to the Rundown, go on your favorite podcast and get sus- subscribed. So anytime we drop a new episode, you got it. And you, you know what's it. going on in Clarksville. Exactly. Wish to know. Uh-huh. The Clarksville Rundown is a exclusive, original Clarksville Now podcast. Thanks for listening.